take a chill pill. Don't do anything. Take a break. How does that make you smarter on this episode of Inverse? Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. An activity that is resurging in popularity is Sabbath-keeping, where you take one day out of the week and you take some rest. You turn off your phones, you turn off your devices, and you spend time with the people that matter most to you, and especially in your spiritual development with God. In the studio with me is our uh, Sebastian and Jonathan, and we have Callie with us somewhere on the... the oh, there she is. And uh, we want to welcome <laughs> our friends on this episode on education and the Sabbath. We are in this quarter, in the season, on the topic of education. And education is not, again, we're going to sound like a broken record. We are not talking about degrees, diplomas, and detention. We are talking <laughs> about spiritual development and the purpose of mm. life. So, Sebastian, can you pray for us as we start this episode off? Yes, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we know that thousands of years ago, when you created the world, you decided to set aside a day for us to rest, to know you, and to follow your example. Mm -hmm. But Lord, it was also not as one who was weary. And so, Lord, we pray that now as we discuss these things, that you may open our minds and our hearts, that we may understand you, that we may under understand your purpose and why you gave the Sabbath for our development is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jonathan, we, you've been with us on some episodes. In some episodes, you've been, you've been, you've been resting and keeping the... the <laughs> inverse uh, Sabbath. The seven, inverse <laughs> Sabbath, yeah. Uh, what are some <laughs> high points that you uh, remember from this mm -hmm. quarter? And uh, keep us up to... Sync us up here. Yeah, sure. Um, I love this topic of education. And as you said, it's not about school so much. It's more about the broader perspective of how we are developed as human beings mm. uh, in, you know, in a spiritual sense from totally. our brokenness into into the image of God and then of course what God's purpose is for us. Mm -hmm. So I've been blessed really by every episode that we've been doing uh, looking at different aspects that God teaches us, you know, through the sanctuary, mm -hmm. this, this, this blueprint that God gave us to understand how He transforms our lives. Mm -hmm. uh, looking at uh, what, how that impacts the way we interact with others, how uh, God has given us so many ways, and we're going to look at one of them today, uh, mm -hmm. to reveal Himself and His character to us, mm -hmm. um, and how that transforms our lives. So uh, it's, it's hard to pinpoint one thing because this mm. concept is so broad yes, and, yes, and yes. all-encompassing, but yes. it's been a blessing. That's yes. what I can say. Yeah, we're looking at now the, the, the biblical philosophy of mm -hmm. education, and specifically that God has given us the gift of the Sabbath, yeah. yes? Mm -hmm. And how the Sabbath, how, as I said in my teaser, how does taking a break, how does resting mm -hmm. impact in your development? Usually in this rat race that we're in, development is Ooh. like do more and, 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 and be more active, right. but God is saying, no, take a chill pill, rest, and, 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 and uh, go sit down. So let's go to Exodus <laughs> chapter 31. Exodus chapter 31, verse 12 through 18. And Callie, if you can read that for us, Exodus chapter 31, verse 12 through 18, please. Absolutely. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak also to the children of Israel, saying, Surely my Sabbaths you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. 
You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy to you. Everyone who profanes it shall surely be put to death. For whoever does any work on it, that person shall be cut off from among his people. Mm-hmm. Work shall be done for six days, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Therefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations as a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And when he had made an end of speaking with him on Mount Sinai, he gave Moses two tablets of the testimony, tablets of stone written with the finger of God. Mm, all right. So this is a an awesome passage, but some heavy parts in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's uh, sync up with maybe some people who may not know about Sabbath keeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Sabbath? What is Sabbath keeping? And is this a Jewish thing? Is this uh, do we can we watch a uh, TV on Sabbath? Like, you know, just give us a briefing on, on and, and start there. When you when just, you go uh, back to what's your name? Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love you too. Uh, so tie threw me off. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when you think about the Sabbath, it is something that was given in creation, right? Mm-hmm. When Adam and Eve were created, and what that kind of lets us know is this was not a Jewish thing or a cultural thing. This mm. was a human thing, mm. and not only was it a human thing, it was God's ideal, yes. right? Even before sin entered the world, He didn't institute the Sabbath after sin. He created it there as a part of that original foundation. Mm -hmm. Now that Sabbath keeping, which we believe biblically goes from that sunset on the sixth day to the sunset, right? From evening to evening. Mm -hmm. um, As the creation account tells us, evening and morning were the first day. Mm -hmm. And as that guides us through, this day was set aside for us not to rest and necessarily from any sort of activity, right? This wasn't about laziness, right? Netflix and binge, Mm -hmm. right? This was more so about taking time to move away from our work and to enjoy the completed work of God because God himself rested Mm. but he obviously didn't rest because he was tired Mm. he rested because the work was done right Mm. so the Sabbath ends up becoming this weekly reminder of the completed work of God and that should be our focus and all our activities on the day what's so beautiful about the creation account is that you know God created you know for six days and he created this time and space and filled it with you know all the things he created Mm. but the seventh day he created time and space but he filled it with himself the sabbath really is the 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 gift the present of god's presence Mm -hmm. and so he is he has integrated his special holy presence into the weekly cycle as he said from friday night to saturday night um and, and this is part of the blessing of what it means to be alive and be connected to God. This has been going on for thousands of years. Right. Every Sabbath, God is especially present for us and with us uh, to sanctify us and change our lives. It's just a beautiful thing that God has put himself, so to say, into the creation cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. In a previous episode, I don't know which, which number, but we looked at the, the sanctuary yes. and the Lord placing his presence in terms of space. Yes. Mm-hmm. But here we're talking about the Sabbath and the Lord placing his presence in terms time. of time. Mm-hmm. So he is in this space-time continuum with us. And yes. you've got to ask yourself, how does an infinite eternal being do that? Mm-hmm. And right. there's many uh, many people who, who, who will argue like, hey, if he were just to appear, he would... He would. But how does an infinite being do that? And this, these are these are vignettes that we see of God mm. and also in the incarnation of Jesus as well mm-hmm. right. before we see these little little incidents happening uh, of, of God manifesting himself. So Callie, what does education have to do with Sabbath keeping and Sabbath? Are, are these two connected and what can we glean from, I'm glad from this you passage? Asked. 
<laughs> uh, let's go to verse 13 again. 13. I think it really speaks to that question. Mm -hmm. It says, speak also to the children of Israel saying, surely my Sabbaths you shall keep for it is, is a sign between me and you throughout your generations. Mm -hmm. This is the key part that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Mm -hmm. One of the most beautiful things about the Sabbath is it reminds us who does the heavy lifting in our salvation, <laughs> who does all the work, um, and also who continues to sanctify us. And so education, you know, we've talked about that education, true education, is a refinement of our character and making us more like Christ. And on the Sabbath is when we're reminded, oh yeah, like, God is the one who is making me like Christ. We have our effort, you know, we do our, our, our things, but really none of it even happens without God's hand itself. And so the Sabbath, you know, you kind of said it a few different ways, but what I love about the Sabbath as a workaholic and perfectionist mm, is freak. God chooses the day to tell us to not do anything, to say, this is the day that I'm, I'm the one who's doing all the work. I'm the one, I'm, I'm the one who always sanctifies you. I want you to remind, remind you of that. So the day that God calls holy is the day that he tells us to rest, which shows that our, our activeness, our busyness does not create holiness. God himself is holy and he shares that with us. Amen. I think it's very important that there's one specific day yeah. and not one of any seven days, mm -hmm. but one specific day yes. that he has laid, laid out. It's mm -hmm. not the legality that's yeah. the emphasis, but it is that it's based mm -hmm. on a relationship with him. Right. And there's many who want yeah. to de-emphasize de -emphasize that relationship and say, well, you know, he really just meant one of any day, one of seven. And so it doesn't, you can choose and then the human body can just kind of rest. Yeah. And that's, but that de-emphasize, it's kind of saying, you know, to me and my wife, like, hey, we can just celebrate any day for our anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but it really depersonalizes yeah. it. Yeah. And so here, and as Kelly, you were saying in verse 13, and this is a sign between God and him, a memorial. This is mm -hmm. a, the personality factor mm -hmm. has to be seared into this. Otherwise, it, is, it does yeah. become a legal activity. You know, okay, so uh, Sebastian. And it, and it even goes, oh, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Let's go to Sebastian and then, so, and then Jonathan and then Kelly. <laughs> I was just going to say that real briefly, when you, when you look in verse 17, mm. it lets us know that the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so this idea that at the root of true education is becoming acquainted with God, mm. knowing God, and being made in the image of God, mm. we are called to imitate him to follow his example. Mm -hmm. And so when we take that relationship component, me keeping the Sabbath is not because of a rule that mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep, yes. but because I love the example and the mm -hmm. person of Jesus Christ, of God, and I'm called mm -hmm. to follow his example. Yes. Mm -hmm. So by me keeping the Sabbath, I'm entering into his righteous behavior. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm entering into his perfect choice mm -hmm. because God is too wise to be mistaken. Mm -hmm. right. So if he takes a day of rest, that has to be the perfect choice to take mm -hmm. yes. mm -hmm. on this day. Mm -hmm. Our example. You know, yes, to me, the Sabbath is kind of like a tropical island. And what okay. I mean by that is okay. you have the island. It's beautiful, right? It's a, it's a yeah. paradise. Yes. But the island, uh, you only see the top of the island. The water covers the rest of it. It goes down deep. There's a lot more, kind of like an iceberg. There's okay. a lot more, but okay. a, mm -hmm. a tropical island is better than an iceberg. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, the Sabbath <laughs> is a manifestation uh, in this covenant. Verse 16 says, Therefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations as a perpetual covenant mm. in this relationship with God. The Sabbath becomes the visible sign of faithfulness, God's faithfulness to me always, mm -hmm. and in response to His faithfulness, I am faithful to Him. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I, this, the Sabbath is, as you said, it's the celebration of our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. and it, but there, there's so much more, a, a deeper reality that is not always seen, but is celebrated in the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Kelly. Yeah, well, just to your earlier point about how the Sabbath is the seventh day specifically, and going back to an earlier episode of it takes faith to know that, right? So we may not feel the supernatural thing in the air when the seventh day comes, mm -hmm. but God said that it's the seventh day that he declared holy. And so we have to have faith to believe that and to experience that. Mm -hmm. And that faith comes from the word of God. When we come back after the yeah. break, we're going to look at how does this Sabbath day, how does the Sabbath keeping enhance your personal life, your family life, your character, your children, everything around you after the break. Stay with us. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Hey, welcome back. We are, hope you take a little Sabbath break there. Not a, not a biblical Sabbath, but a short little five-minute Sabbath. <laughs> um, what, what is the, the supernatural effect of the Sabbath upon us? We, we, there is a sanctifying, uh, we read in verse 13. We are in Exodus chapter 31, verse 13. What, what happens? Is there change that occurs? Yeah, you know, um, when it comes to God and His holiness, you know, when God created Sabbath, he said he sanctified it, he made it holy, mm. and he made it holy by his presence. I think of Moses when he saw the, the burning bush, he was in the presence of God, and God said, take off your shoes, because the ground on which you stand is holy. Mm. There is something that happens when we are in the presence of God, uh, the purity, the holiness of God affects us. Mm -hmm. We see ourselves in, in the true light that we are in, you know, we cover ourselves, you know, when, when we are in the presence mm. of God, because we realize our need for salvation, yeah. and God provides that, praise him. Mm -hmm. um, but there is... There is a, an influence, a supernatural influence, when we are in His presence. Mm -hmm. And when we are in His presence in a covenant relationship, that's where transformation takes place that we cannot fully understand, but it does take place. Mm -hmm. It is where He changes our hearts, our desires to be more aligned with righteousness and holiness mm -hmm. and, and purity. And uh, this is something that God has instituted into the Sabbath as we rest in His righteousness, Sebastian was saying, you know, we, we, we come into His righteousness and His righteous uh, presence. Right. As we rest in Him, really the, the grace comes out mm. uh, because this is where we are transformed. It's not God imposing upon us all these things we have to do. In His presence, we are transformed and we are made like Him. Uh, throughout I think, the and that was the ironic reaction is God is teaching us, don't do anything. Yes. And by not do anything, <laughs> you will understand grace. You will understand you can't work for your salvation. Mm -hmm. You will be changed. You are just a passive element. I will be changing you. Yes. Don't do anything. And then at least the Bible portrays there were people who says, okay, well, we're going to do not doing. And we're going to make that <laughs> very, we're going to be very busy not to do it. And right. we're going we're to try not to do anything as much as possible. And right. they made this whole institution and laws and this, this burden of we must not do anything and we must do it very well and yes. then they just and, and they put a lot of effort <laughs> into that that's the great irony of that it's yeah. true we and the same temptation for us today right, as right, well right. you're like hey this is a day where you don't do this and do and not and and look at keeping the sabbath in a very not sabbath way yeah. in a very legalistic right. way yeah right. it kind of reminds me of a conversation i had with um my barber back in college 
and he was telling a story about his daughter and how she was she was crying and screaming and she was like she doesn't want to go with him mm -hmm. she wants to stay with her brother mm. and he was like what are you talking about like you just spent two weeks with your brother why don't you want to come home and she's just crying and upset and finally he said you know what fine you want to get out you want to go mm -hmm. you know back to your brother so he stops the car and he's like go ahead right you can go but the crazy thing is she opened the door and got out the car so now he's like freaking out right she's like six years old so he's like wait what are you doing right so he goes out She's crying and crying, and he's like, listen, what is the problem? And she says, you know what? I want to go with my brother because he plays with me. And he's like, well, I took you to the park. I did this. I did that, right? Going back to the legalistic rules. Mm. But then she says, no, but you don't get down on the ground and play with me. Wow. And he was really shocked by that. And to me, the Sabbath is God's way of saying, I want to get down on the ground and I want to play with you. Mm -hmm. I don't want any other distractions, not your phone, not your watching mm. a game. You know, this is just me and you. And God's desire for communion with us, yes. it shows his own commitment that he says, I cut aside an entire day yes. mm -hmm. to remind you of eternal things mm -hmm. while you're spending six days working on perishable things that are not yes. eternal. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that, that illustration really shows through the Sabbath in terms of God's desire for education to develop us through communion, mm -hmm. but also his commitment to just taking time with mm -hmm. us and how that relationship is embedded right in the middle mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to go to this, this, this phrase in the middle there, uh, the not-so-good part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> verse 14, uh, if you're with us, you shall keep the Sabbath, therefore if it is holy to you, everyone who profanes it shall be put to death. For whoever does any work on it, that person shall be cut off amongst the people. Mm -hmm. work, for, work should be done for six days, but the seventh is the, the Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are kind of like not so nice parts that we just want to kind of skip over and kind of go to the front and end. Uh -huh. uh, what, what, what does this reveal mm -hmm. about Sabbath keeping, Jonathan? Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, it reveals that this is really important to mm -hmm. God, very, very holy. I mean, we... We live in a day and age where nothing is holy anymore and we just whatever, do whatever you want mm -hmm. and there's no consequences. But mm -hmm. in this reality of Israel, God's presence was visible, God was visibly present to the Israelites. Mm -hmm. They were His people. They had entered into a covenant with Him and to rebel uh, and break God's commandment in that reality uh, was a very, very grievous thing. thing. It was not that God wanted to kill, but it, He had no choice because when you rebel in such a situation, uh, you are... It, it, it is a rebellion with an outstretched arm against God, and you have broken a covenant that y you have gone too far in mm -hmm. that sense. And so, but it shows at the same time how holy and how important the Sabbath is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we are really missing out when we are not engaging in it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's an intense situation, um, and circumstances have changed a little mm -hmm. bit now today. Mm -hmm. Uh, compared to this. So there's a solemnity there yes. with, uh, when encountering that proximity with the Holy God. Yes. Okay, okay. Kelly. Yeah, I think the severity is just indicative of how important this is to God mm -hmm. and not because God is arbitrary and he likes to, you know, enforce rules because he's bored, but because we're important to him. And so our experience of the Sabbath is important to him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, again, just going back to my natural tendencies, if the Sabbath was a recommendation or, you know, it came strongly encouraged, <laughs> then we would just, you know, we would do it when we were with family, maybe like on a holiday weekend or a vacation. But at any point of inconvenience or 
<clears throat> where it would cut into our productivity. So basically every Sabbath, um, we, we would stop or we do it like halfway or like I'll, I'll devote the morning to spiritual things, but the afternoon is mine and it would just become not what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So part of it is God preserving even our understanding of him and mm -hmm. preserving our understanding of where our sanctification comes from. Mm -hmm. And so when I, you know, when I first saw this, it kind of freaked me out. But now I just see it as God being like, I am so serious about this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm so serious about your need for this. And I'm so serious about our communion together. You know? Okay, so that's the parental concern, parental love, parental mandate uh, for the yeah. looking out for the life of a child in yeah. a sense. Okay, Sebastian. And I also want to add the component from our previous episode about faith and this concept of submitting to the authority of God, mm -hmm. that knowing him as creator and redeemer gives him that authority to set these type of boundaries to my life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and trusting his goodness behind that, right? Mm -hmm. He commands me for my good always, Deuteronomy mm -hmm. says. Yeah. And when I think about my, my Aunt Judy used to have a room of furniture covered in like plastic and you could not even sit on the furniture, right? Mm. You couldn't use the china and the cabinets. And you're thinking to yourself as a kid, like, dude, it's just the couch. Like, it's just this. But finally, my cousin and I, unfortunately, you know, he talked me into going in there, right? And, and playing in this room and my aunt shows up, right? And she's like aghast. And I'm thinking, you know, my life is over. Thankfully, I live long enough to be on inverse <laughs> to tell the story. <laughs> but my aunt began to explain how many of those pieces in there were some of the first pieces of furniture she could afford growing up in poverty, right? Mm. And many of the china were from her parents or grandparents, right? And how they were sacred and special. Mm -hmm. And the recognition of that all of a sudden, because of my love for my aunt, I was willing to treat that which was valuable to her with the same respect and awe. Yes. Mm. And this is what God is saying. I rested. Mm -hmm. And this is the sacredness that I look at this particular time with. So mm -hmm. I need you to enter and experience that same particular um, respect and, uh, and sense of honor and sacredness yeah, yeah, to yeah. this very thing that mm -hmm. is also valuable to me. Mm -hmm. It's putting God in his rightful place. In many ways, in yes. many ways, Sabbath interrupts us, yes. mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. we, we have to establish who is Lord. Is it me right. or is it God? And if God is Lord, he has the right to interrupt. I should obey. But sometimes we think, I am the Lord. Man, what does this God think who he is interrupting my life? I, I need to work. I got objectives. I got profit to make. I got studying to do. I have a life to live. Mm. And the Lord is saying, in many ways, I mean, this, uh, this is a, it sounds like a mandate that he's angry. And if you don't keep my law, I'm going to, he should mm. die. But in many ways, how many people are out there who are not keeping the yeah. Sabbath, who are mm -hmm. not, and they're, they're running that, that rat race, they're running on fumes, mm -hmm. and they are spiritually dead. Mm -hmm. And their trajectory is they are dead. They, they are just kind of just, they're yeah, living right. a life while dead inside. Yeah. Mm. And so the Lord says, he interrupts our lives and says, stop. Mm -hmm. Take a picture of where you're at, where you're going, who you're serving, who's right. right. Take a GPS screenshot of your life yeah. and just kind of reassess where you're going. Yeah, the, the Sabbath is really a weekly reset button mm. uh, in a way. Mm. But we've been talking about education. We talked about how in the world education is all about making you self-sufficient and building mm. yourself up. But really God's perspective is so much higher and what mm. He wants for us is an experience that, li that, that lifts us up into his realm mm -hmm. and builds us yeah. up and heals us and all these wonderful things where the Sabbath then becomes the highlight of each week, mm -hmm. where the entire week is about the Sabbath, preparing for the Sabbath, right. celebrating the beauty of God's reality in my life, the beauty of his redemption being a reality, his sanctifying yeah. experience, which is an ongoing experience. Mm -hmm. 
And so the Sabbath is, in the whole week, is just preparation for the Sabbath. It's mm. a reset button. In, in a way, the Sabbath is also the beginning of the week. Mm -hmm. I think of Adam and Eve. I mean, the first 20, full 24 hours of their life was the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Spending time with the Creator before they did anything else was mm -hmm. spending this 24 hours with Him. Yeah. And, and, and then they went into the week of work. And so, so let me ask you all this question, because we, the Sabbath has been like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're like, we're like, ah, we're like now, it's like, it's, it's like wow. Right. So many people want to keep the Sabbath. Sure. Many, so what do we do on Sabbath? There's some of us, mm -hmm. the Sabbath King, especially during this pandemic, Sabbath is like, well, I'm not doing anything during the week, and on Sabbath, I, I'm going to continue doing nothing on this day as well. <laughs> How, what, what are things that you have done on the Sabbath that not only make it special, mm -hmm. but also acknowledge the Lordship, that acknowledge the, the parental figure who's concerned for us? Mm -hmm. How, and, and especially your family, are there things that you would do, or is this the 24-hour stopwatch did, 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 <laughs> of doing nothing until that sun goes down on Saturday? Mm -hmm. Callie. I think the overarching thing I try to bring into my Sabbath experience is being unrushed. Being unrushed. So having unrushed time reading the Bible and praying, wow, having unrushed that is conversations. Wow, so contradictory to so many Sabbaths, people <laughs> out there. Yep. I mean, it's like an emergency yeah. room stat. We need 55 cc's <laughs> of getting into the car and going to Sabbath school right now. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, having unrushed conversations with my husband, having unrushed conversations with people I know around here, mm. I'm having an unrushed walk with my dog. You know, just mm. just this unrushedness. And I try not to look at that. I'm I'm always very aware of what time it is, mm. and it's my goal every Sabbath to lose track of time, mm. and to just be like, oh, the sun's setting. Fascinating. Like I want that to surprise me. Mm. And so whatever the activity I is, I try to have that where I'm I'm present, right? I'm present with those people. I'm I'm present with God and I'm listening to him and I'm communing with him. Yes. But overarching, you know, to your point, you know, we can remove the blessing of the Sabbath by doing spiritual things. Mm -hmm. And so I think whatever we're doing, whether it's communing in a church or online or, you know, whatever we're doing, having that that peaceful and unrushed spirit, I think that really does what Jesus asked us to yeah, do. Yeah, that is amazing. I mean, getting to Sabbath school and getting <laughs> divine service and getting to potluck and cleaning up your potluck, go home, and then we keep the Sabbath by resting for the rest of the afternoon. Right. That's really not, and I, I appreciate that. Losing track of time on Sabbath, that, that's a, that's a cool... Yeah, sorry, paradox. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think just briefly from me, I, one of the things in my family we love to do is go to this big rose garden near mm. one of the offices where I work, and to see all the different types of roses, the way they've grown it, and to take my children there and to appreciate the fact that mm. when my daughters or my son are like, wow, this is really pretty, or I love the way this looks, you just say, man, mm -hmm. look at, this is what God has made. Mm. He's a lover of beauty, mm. and how educational that is to my kids yes. outside of us taking time. Aesthetics, aesthetic. so we, we, don't, we don't think about aesthetics in life. Yeah, okay, Jonathan. Well, I, for me, a Sabbath is, I mean, there's so many things you could say, but I think it's important that we're very intentional in welcoming the Sabbath mm. and closing the Sabbath, recognizing that holy time mm. and, and mm. just appreciating it uh, from the beginning to the end. That which you prepare for is that which you value, is what Jonathan's saying. Hopefully you've been inspired by our conversation in keeping the Sabbath, and not just the, da the day in it for the keeping, for the sake of keeping in itself, but really encountering God in changing all of our lives, our minds, and our hearts. Thanks so much for joining our conversation. Continue the conversation on our social media outlets. We'll see you next week here on Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. 
Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.